I've been looking forward to doing this episode for a long time because it introduces one of my favorite characters. Oh, this yeah? I'm going to be introducing, yeah, Starlight Glimmer. She first appeared in season five, preaching a message of equality. And like I said in some of my texts to you, she is the only pony villain who manages to steal the main six's special talents. Yeah, I don't even know how the heck she did that, but like that's a little bit scary uh, that she has the power to do that. I'm pretty sure she probably could do it again if she wanted to, but I don't think she's going to because she's not a villain anymore. Yeah. And the worst part is that isn't even the scariest thing she does in her debut. But we'll get to that in our next episode because she's a really good, effective villain. Oh. And they meet because the main six are called there by like this hologram of a map in their castle, which they got after defeating a villain named Lord T-Rex, who was actually the first villain ever. He debuted in 1984 as part of the Rescue at Midnight Castle special. And then they brought him back for French's Magic. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. He's that magic-draining centaur who steals everyone's magic that I was talking about during the Fibonacci recap when I mentioned a magic-draining centaur. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Anyway, they defeat him, get a castle, go to Starlight's village, help overthrow her. She comes back, tries to ruin Equestria, or rather their friendship, and accidentally dooms Equestria to destruction over a dozen times. We <laughs> see several of these, including Discord's future, T-Rex's future, and finally, a barren wasteland. Oh, with God. Dirt <laughs> everywhere, and there's no sun. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> Just what you need, that complete darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and Twilight actually drags her into this future to try to convince her to stand down from what she was doing. And it works. Then she becomes Twilight's pupil, and she's the pupil of, like, one season during which she becomes the only character to successfully brainwash Twilight's friends. Oh, God. And completely <laughs> control them. So Twilight comes back and yells at her. And then she faces off of a bug ponies who feast on love and can change their appearance. They've captured the entire royal family of Equestria and the main six, and they have these changelings, the bug thingies, taking their place to feast on love. 
and Starlight, with the help of her friend Trixie and Discord, manages to defeat the queen and save every pony and turn the changelings good. Which brings us here to Season 7, Episode 1, Celestial Advice. Twilight is worried about the cast for this episode is Tara Strong as Twilight Twinkle, Andrea Libin as Pinkie Pie and Fluttershy, Ashley Ball as Applejack and Rainbow Dash. Surprisingly, although Rarity appears, she doesn't speak. Yeah, that's which is <laughs> Yeah, I think this is one of the only episodes or perhaps the only episode season where Tabitha doesn't have any speaking roles. And Nicole Oliver is here as Princess Celestia. And we also have Kelly Sheridan as Starlight Glimmer. Kyle Rideout as Thorax. Kathy Westluck as Spike. Allie Milner is back as Ember. And Vincent Tong is back as Garble. Of course, we have Discord, voiced by one of my favorite voice actors in the entire show, and someone Trekkies, Star Trek fans, yes. here. it's John Delancey. Yeah! Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Trixie is voiced by Kathleen Barr, and... The orange unicorn, Sunburst, is voiced is voiced by Ian Stuart Hanlon. I feel like there's someone I'm leaving out, but I'll probably remember them when we're going through this episode. Anyway, uh, the episode begins like knocking on Starlight's door and Starlight uses her magic to open it. And then she's like, hey, Spike, what's up? And Spike says that he just wanted to make sure she's ready for the big ceremony today. She is. And behind her, Twilight teleports in. I'm not <laughs> sure how she didn't hear the teleportation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how either. Like, I, I'd be like, uh, hello? Who the heck is in my room, sir? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Starlight still can't believe her and her getting mad behind her Twilight's like despite kidding? You totally deserve it. After all, you saved Equestria from Queen Chrysalis, who's also voiced by Kathleen Barr. And he continues, with the help of Trixie and Thorax and Discord and, and Starlight. Uh, yeah, I know what happened. I was kind of there. And then Spike asks, what are you wearing? And Starlight's like, not sure. Why? Am I supposed to dress up? And she starts to turn, but then Spike's like, no, I I mean, you could. He's panicked because he almost saw Twilight. I'm not sure why she didn't see her earlier since 
Twilight wasn't exactly quiet in telling Spike to be quiet and not mention her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And another thing in this episode is Twilight is a princess now, as opposed to the last roundup when she was just an ordinary unicorn. Yeah. Um, She has wings now, so yeah. That is the main difference, at least. Um, Yeah. She's also as strong as an earth pony. Yeah. Anyway, now, now we get the only Rarity voice in this episode, and it's not even from Rarity, it's from Spike. He pushes his curls down, or pushes scales down to look like curls, and then he's like, there's no such thing as overdressed, darling. You're just the best looking pony in the room, and he chuckles, and then Starlight asks him, what are you looking at? And he's like, no, don't look, because he almost sees Twilight again, and then Twilight like gives a signal and teleports out, and Spike's like, because there was a spider there, but it's uh, gone now, so uh, <laughs> thanks, Starlight, bye! And he runs away, and Starlight is confused, and then my little pony, my little, little pony. pony. <laughs> oh, God. Now we're going to Twilight Room and Spike runs in and he's like, <laughs> she had no idea. We're a good team, Sparkle. And Twilight, like, Sparkle, and she laughs. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think she'll like it? I want this present to say, I'm so proud of you, both as a mentor and a friend. Equestria is safer thanks to you. Spike thought she was sending her a mirror just like hers. And she is. God. Usually when Twilight gives someone a gift, it's either a mirror or a book. <laughs> Oh God! What the- <laughs> and Spike says that maybe Twilight should get Starlight a card because he doesn't think the mirror will say all that, but he thinks she'll like it. Twilight says it's just what her room needs. The first thing she'll see when she wakes up is herself surrounded by all her friends, and that she plans on giving it to her after the ceremony. Spike asks if he needs to get the castle ready, but Pinky's already got that covered. And then we see Pinky walk into the castle, look around, grab a rope, pull down, and that's like confetti and party horns. <laughs> and she's whole, like, Phew! <laughs> the As whole room is decorated. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going to go to the ceremony, which. Every pony in attendance or in existence is attending. Plus, Starlight, Pixie, Spike, the two royal sisters, Princess Celestia and Princess Luna, and Discord. And Starlight starts, Twilight starts to give a speech, which Discord interrupts briefly. <laughs> Oh, God. Discord, we're brave in the face of danger, resourceful when things got challenging, and proved that the bonds of friendship, no matter how unlikely, 
are stronger than any adversity. By stopping Queen Chrysalis, not only did they save Equestria, they set the changelings free from her reign. Go, Discord! <laughs> and that's why we're proud and honored to give them the Equestrian Pink Hearts of Courage. <laughs> Oh god. So, <laughs> while I was talking about how they saved Equestria and set the changelings free from her reign, and then Discord gets into like a cheerleader outfit, I think. Yes! So, yes! <laughs> he said, Yay, go Discord! Yahoo! He's so weird! Starlight, <laughs> Starlight does giggle on Trixie. Who's the most self-absorbed at the bunch just rolls her eyes at him. <laughs> and then when oh we see God. Celestia, Twilight's standing next to her and she's glaring at Discord. <laughs> so although oh they're God. friends now, Twilight is still annoyed by him. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I think a vast majority of these clips are just going to be Discord talking. Because... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and they get the pink hearts of courage. Luna's the one putting them on. Discord removes his head so that he can get the metal around his neck. And then she goes to put it on four hacks. <laughs> she can't. Because his horns are too big. Yeah. <laughs> so Pink is like, yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, no. Uh, not uh, no, no, not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And both her and Rarity and Spike just looked extremely awkward here. <laughs> they kind of like cringe. And in the background, you can see... Twilight's brother shining armor with his wife, Princess Cadence. My God. And and then we hear a pop. So Luna finally got the medal around Thorax's neck, and I think it's like, yay! Then <laughs> Celestia walks up to Luna, and Luna's giving her like an embarrassed grin because Celestia and Luna are sisters, and. Twilight says that they are so proud of them all, and everyone cheers and stomps their hooves. Then there's house music playing, and Trixie's talking. It was the great and powerful Trixie's pleasure to save you from your imminent doom. <laughs> she does a different R sound. I don't really know how to do that, though. And then Discord pops in. Yes, because you did it all by yourself. And Starlight giggles. And Sunburst trots over. I can't believe you managed to do it without magic. It was amazing, says one chain to the other chain 
no one's ever stood up to Chrysalis like that. And Starlight says she only did what any pony would have done. Then Twilight's watching with a smile, and Princess Celestia trots up to her, and she says, It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Watching your student shine the way you always knew they could. Twilight laughs. My cheeks are sore. I don't think I've ever smiled this much in my life. And Celestia says, I can only imagine what that feels like. Hmm. And now we're going to see what kicks off the plot of this episode. It has something to do with someone we've seen getting a medal. Ever smiled this much in my life? I can only imagine what that feels like. Yes, Starlight is student of the year, isn't she? She has so much potential. So, what are we going to do with her? And by we, I definitely mean you, being her mentor and all that. Her destiny falls squarely on your haunches. Oh, don't you worry. I've planned enough friendship lessons to cover the next three years. <laughs> What's so funny? No, no. Clearly, Starlight is beyond basic friendship lessons. She just won a medal for Equestria's sake. I thought you were joking. You are joking, right? <laughs> of course I was. Obviously, you should have a grand master plan for her, the same way Celestia set you on a path that eventually made you a princess. Yep. Oh, good. I'm sure she can't wait to hear all about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this part is doing what he does best, and... <laughs> Basically, kind of acting as, like, a minor annoyance to try to get some pony to do what he wants. Yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love when he wraps around Twilight and she just teleports away from him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, nope, I do not want that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Twilight drinks some more punch in size, then Discord appears in the punch cup. And she's <laughs> asking what you're doing. And Twilight says, like, you do? Discord, you only already planned the perfect moment during the party to make the grand announcement to every pony about your plan. Brava, Twilight. I can't wait to tell your plan to Fluttershy and the others. And like gets out of the cup, and then while this is happening, if you watch Twilight, she dumps her punch into a potted plant once he <laughs> gets out of the cup. To, try to, to make sure he can't come back. <laughs> or because she was grossed out by him showing up in the punch. Yeah, oh god. <laughs> and she's like, Discord, no! <laughs> Then she runs into another room. Spike notices and he runs in and opens the door. Twilight, are you reading during a party again? <laughs> and Twilight is reading papers. She's like, no, no, no. She's already good at that. She mastered this. 
she taught me about this one. You know, we never actually see what it was Starlight taught Twilight about. And Psych is like, wild guess, something's wrong. Twilight's like, I'm a terrible mentor. Why didn't I come up with a path for Starlight? Princess Celestia had it all figured out for me. Then she gets an idea. That's it. And she drags Spike out of the room and Spike's like, whoa. And now we see her in the throne room with Princess Celestia, who was her former teacher before making her a princess. And Twilight says that she had years worth of friendship lessons ready to go. But when they were captured by Chrysalis, Starlight took charge and really stepped up. She doesn't think friendship lessons are enough for her anymore. And Celestia responds, so you have an overachieving student. Sounds familiar. And Spike kind of laughs. Twilight, that's why I had to talk to you. You, of all ponies, would know what to do. I mean, you were me and I was Starlight. But for now, I need you to pretend you are you and I am me. And Spike's confused. Celestia tells her to go on. Twilight's like, when I was your student and you were in this place, you... And then she realizes and she's like, oh, no! And Celestia sadly nods. You sent me to Ponyville, which means it's time for me to send Starlight Glimmer away. Then we go to a commercial, and when we get back, Twilight's like, I can't believe it. It's really time for Starlight to go, isn't it? Celestia says only she can make that decision. It's a difficult one, but her heart knows what's right, even as it hurts. (laughs) And Spike, where are you going to send her? And Celestia glares at him. Oh, my God. He's like, too soon? Twilight says, no, this is something I have to do. And then I'd rather detect it. Oh, boy. And immediately cut to Fluttershy. Oh, boy. She's really excited. (laughs) And Discord is like wrapped in like a windowsill. And he's like telling them, oh, he's going to have to, he's going to have this great surprise. He's like, it's like, but why didn't she tell me? I'm the party planner. He's like, well, maybe. Oh, God, I can't remember all of it, but uh, it's so weird. (laughs) So when Applejack's wondering why she didn't tell any of them about it, Discord says, probably because you are not as close as you think you are. That's a callback to when he was evil and he messed with their friendship to get them to not be able to use the jewels that channel the elements of harmony to turn him to stone. And he manages to drive them apart temporarily. And then he's like, just kidding. She wanted it to be a big surprise. Just between us, she's getting ready to make a big announcement. And that's when Pinky comes in. That's so exciting and surprising. Usually you tell your party planner about all your plans for your party. And Rainbow's definitely confident that Twilight has a plan. Because according to her, there's never been a time that Twilight hasn't had a plan. 
until now. Twilight is pacing around the throne room, very nervous. And she just doesn't want to send her to the wrong place. And then she's looking at the map and she gasps and she's like, I got it since the feeding crystal is. Starlight's given the changelings an opportunity to revolutionize their society. Maybe I can send her there. And then she uses a spell to create an illusion of the changeling hive. I'm guessing Rarity taught it to her since Rarity's actually pretty good at using illusion spells. And then we see Starlight and Thorax teaching a friendship lesson. And I want to play the clip of them talking because of their delivery of their lines when they're pretending to disagree. Chrysalis, Starlight's given the changelings an opportunity to revolutionize their society. Maybe I can send her there. Cool spell. If Starlight goes to the changeling hive, she can help them adjust to their new way of life. Okay, friendship 101. Thorax and I are going to show you how to compromise. I want to have honeysuckle nectar for lunch. I would like a sandwich. Oh no, what should we do? The duck! The winner gets to choose! Or Thorax and I can talk about it and come up with a solution that works for every pony. Starlight, how do you feel about honeysuckle and peanut butter sandwiches? Why, that sounds delicious! Compromise! This doesn't seem like something Starlight and Thorax would do. Uh, this is Twilight's fantasy spike. There is no wrong way to fantasize. Thank you. Starlight Glimmer is a most apt and perspicacious pony. Yep, definitely a Twilight fantasy. <laughs> I love how Twilight makes one of the teens Starlight apt and um perspicacious. Yeah, perspicacious. Oh god. <laughs> I feel like that was kind of like to get under Spike's skin a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Princess Celestia says, this seems like a lovely path for Starlight, since the changelings have so much to learn about how to enjoy love through friendships. Starlight would be busy, but it would be very rewarding for her to work there. And Twilight's like, or dangerous, it would only take one changeling to deviate from the pack. And Starlight is levitating some eggs. She walks away with them, and then uh Changeling is hiding, watching her, and he transforms into Starlight and trots over to some other changelings and says, Hi, I'm Starlight Glimmer. What's your name? And Cornicle's like, uh, Cornicle? And she laughs. Kelly Sheridan gets to break out that evil voice again. What kind of name is that? Ah, you're Wings are so, um, see-through. I'm so glad I'm a pony. 
are you like bugs or what? And she creates a giant fly swatter. <laughs> it swats them. <laughs> it's like, bruh, why why would you why would Twilight think that this would happen? It's like, bruh, why is your imagination so vivid? <laughs> well, like Celestia said, there's no wrong way to imagine things or fantasize. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Then she trots away, and the real Starlight trots back. Cornico's like, there she is! Get her! And she gallops away, chased by three angry changelings. Oh my god! (laughs) Then Starlight ends the simulation. And Strike's like, uh, that probably won't happen. Twilight, but it could. I can't just send her off to Celestia knows where without thinking it through. She's a Celestia knows where because in Ponyville, Celestia, in addition to being their ruler, is also used as an expression, kind of like God knows where. Yeah. I mean, she kind of of is a god. She literally has, like, two rainbow tails floating around her. That's not a god. I don't know what is. And she's also immortal. Yeah. And then Celestia's like, hmm, I wasn't aware that I was an expression. <laughs> and I was like, whoops, didn't mean to say that in front of her. By <laughs> her expression. And then Celestia continues, an appropriate one, of course, for even I don't know the answer. This is a momentous decision. You must consider all the possibilities. Twilight's like, we think, we think, we think. What about the dragons? Because she thinks that her and Princess Ember would totally hit it off. Because Princess Ember is nice to ponies. But not all dragons like ponies. The possibilities. We think, we think, we think. What about the dragons? I can send Starlight to the Dragonlands. She and Ember would totally hit it off. That doesn't sound anything like Ember or Starlight. Who knows what their dynamic would be, Spike? (gasps) Freaky. Starlight will love it in the Dragonlands. In her letters, Ember said dragons do a lot of fun things. The Feast of Fire, the Dragon Bowl, Quachella. Could be there for a really long time. But then again, not all dragons like ponies as much as Ember does. Hey, Twinkle Star! It's a uh, Starlight Glimmer. Star Colite Star? Starlight Glimmer. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You wanna hang with us? What are we diving into? Lava! What? Twilight, this is crazy. Lava! <laughs> I loved Ember and Starlight's um, surfer talk. <laughs> and then Carvel, lava! And 
so that basically means at this point Twilight thinks Scarble is willing to murder ponies. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that because that will cause a war, probably. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, supposedly, I don't know how uh, their society works, but I would probably be upset if if one of my best ponies uh, got murdered from a crazy dragon. <laughs> I would too, especially if it was an all-powerful princess like Twilight. And Spike also thinks Garble's willing to murder Twilight. It's like, we could challenge each other into becoming the most talented unicorns Equestria has ever seen. So I was like, we did it! Quick, what's next? Then Twilight starts worrying again. Of course, the study of magic is a lifelong pursuit, and Starlight could be there for a while, especially once they start attempting the really complicated stuff. And Spike realizes this means it's going to be another Twilight freakout, and he turns directly to the audience. He goes, three, two, one, Twilight right on cue. What if they become too ambitious? Starlight never would have thought to combine Star Squirrel's apparition spell with Space Sam Flexibus, but what would happen if we added Sonambula's Tempest Objectus? Sunburst says that if they do it just right, it should allow them to materialize an object that was lost in the past, and then they draw a symbol with chalk, and Twilight's like, no, don't do it, and then Sunburst and Starlight both cast spells at the same time, and a big black hole opens. Yay! (laughs) Oh, God. Her imagination is really crazy. I'm like, why? Okay. And then Starlight's trying to avoid falling in, but she falls in. While Sunburst is screaming, and then Sunburst and Twilight are both like, Starlight, no! And Sunburst falls in, and the black hole consumes everything. So, does that mean that Twilight imagined Sunburst and Starlight causing the end of the world? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What's wrong with her? She has some extreme anxiety, my god. <laughs> anyway, Spike's like, Twilight, snap out of it. And she ends the simulation and we see she's crying. And Spike's like, easy, Twilight. It didn't happen. Twilight says, but it could. I just don't think I can send her anywhere. What am I gonna do? And Celestia reacts to this in the way you'd expect a kind-hearted, gentle leader of a kingdom to react to one of their constituents, who's also a ruler and their former student, freaking out. You're laughing at me. 
my god. <laughs> That's so bad. And it turns out Celestia isn't laughing at her. She's laughing because she had the exact same fears that Twilight's having. And I love Twilight's reaction to this. <laughs> her facial expression. <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> She's like, oh god. And we sit down with Princess Celestia for a story about a very bright young fella. And we transition to an actual flashback. Celestia is talking. She was truly one of my best students. And Spike's like, are you talking about Twilight? I can't see what you are thinking about. <laughs> Celestia. Yes, Spike. I was constantly surprised and impressed with her discoveries. And here we see Twilight grow this massive flower from oh, wow. a pot of soil and a potion. And Celestia noticed that her pursuit of academia was preventing her from reaching her full potential. Spike translates this for anyone who doesn't know what those words mean. I mean, it was keeping her isolated and alone. So, yeah, uh, yes, Spike, I had a decision to make, but it wasn't easy. And Celestia was like, maybe I could close the library or throw a party in the castle. She'd have to talk to the other fillies then. And she looks up at the moon where she's trapped, Luna. It's a long story how that happened. My god. And she decides she must send Twilight away. And then we go to past Ponyville, where Celestia's watching, and Pinky, Applejack, Rarity, Fluttershy, and Rainbow Dash are all hanging out. And Celestia's voiceover continues... She knew there was a special group of fillies in Ponyville, but she kept inventing all kinds of reasons why she shouldn't send Twilight. And they see the main five running off to play. And Celestia's like, what if she runs into a manticore? Or what if she gets pulled into Tartarus? Or worst of all, what if she doesn't get along with any pony? One guard asks if they're supposed to say something, but the other guard doesn't think so. And Celestia says that she's kept her in Canterlot longer than she should have. And eventually she realized all the anxiety she felt was because she didn't want her to go. Todd's like, really? It's kind of funny. Spike annoys them so much. Yeah, it is funny. (laughs) And Celestia's like, here we are after all these years, Twilight. We are living proof that letting someone spread their wings, she says this while spreading her wings, doesn't mean you no longer have a place in their lives. Twilight thanks her and Celestia's like, and if you're still worried, you can always make her write you letters. And Spike laughs. And then in a microphone that bonks into her head. (laughs) He says that he may have let it slip that they She'd be unveiling her big plan for Starlight tonight, but they're all very excited to hear what she's cooked up. And before this, we get a shot of every pony in the castle. We see Rainbow Dash just hovering high over 
every pony. I guess she's talking to someone, maybe. And Discord realizes that Twilight was just coming up with a plan. And she's like, oh, dear, this could be pretty embarrassing for you. And she's like, gee, thanks, Discord. He's like, anytime. I really do love being helpful. Twilight, if you watch here, she like steals the spoon and glass from Applejack. She takes Applejack's spoon and glass using her magic, and then she makes her big announcement. Dear, this could be pretty embarrassing for you. Gee, thanks, Discord. Anytime. I really do love being helpful. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> if I could have every pony's attention, as you all know, Starlight Glimmer's been my pupil for a while now. And I'd hoped she'd be my pupil for a long time yet to come. But it turns out that's just not meant to be. <gasps> Starlight, you have proved yourself to be a kind, loyal, strong, honest, and truly magical friend. Just looking around this room at all the new friendships you've made, I know there's nothing more I need to teach you. So we have a second reason to celebrate today. Three cheers for Sally Simmer on her graduation day. What a great surprise! Your future's in your own hopes now. Wow, I was not expecting this. Darn it. I was hoping you'd send her to my realm. We could have been roomies. Way to not pick up what I was putting down. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we could have been roomies. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd want to be roomies with an all-powerful chaos god. Yeah, because, yeah, that would be very, very bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trixie asks how Starlight would like to celebrate graduating. Girls trip to Lost Pegasus? Thrax suggests throwing a Changeling Gorbfest. Uh, it's more fun than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> or, and, and, and the Discord suggests, or we, I, 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 we could cause some chaos. I, I have a way to turn the entire castle into cheese. That, that, that sounds very good, huh? There's a lot more cheese jokes to come if we go down this path. <laughs> oh my god. It's so weird. <laughs> and Starlight's like, well, that all sounds wonderful, but um, give me a minute, would you? And we see Twilight and Spike laughing about something. Then Starlight trots up to Twilight and Twilight says, congratulations, Starlight thanks her, and Twilight asks how she feels. She feels happy, surprised, overwhelmed. I mean, not that she's not grateful, but are you sure? Twilight thought long and hard about this. Starlight, of course you did. And she reassures her she's ready. And Starlight says, yeah, starts trotting away. Twilight looked slightly sad or a little hurt, then Starlight trots back. No, I'm not. Twilight, what are you talking about? I'm not ready to leave. And then when she says this, Twilight gets like this big grin on her face. 
I love how she's just delighted that Starlight's not leaving her. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, good, because I'm not ready for that either. And she gives her a present. It was going to be a congrats on getting a Medal of Honor present, but then I was afraid it would have to be a going away present. But now it's an I can't, I didn't be happy or you're staying present. It fits perfectly over your dresser. I know, I measured, and Starlight thinks again. And she levitates the mirror, which has pictures of all her friends from past episodes. Starlight may not know what comes next for Starlight, but whatever it is, she promises she'll always be there for her. And then they all hug, and their conversation's happening. Then we go to after the ceremony. Pinky pushes in a giant vacuum cleaner and sucks up all the party decorations. Then she's like, Fee you! And that's how the episode ends. So that was celestial advice. What did you think of it, Mikey? I thought it was cool. I mean, it was a bit strange, but you know, I mean, finally they showed Discord more, though. I liked that. That was, uh, uh, to say the least, very strange, but I think it was good. <laughs> oh, God. But I, I thought it was good. I, it was cursed in a good way. I, I'm not saying, like, like with, with Discord it was cursed. Well, what, I, what I'm saying is, like, it is, like, Discord, it, like, the actor for Discord always makes everything sound really cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Did he also sound like Star Trek? Yes. He's always doing something really evil. It, it were really <laughs> unusual. I don't know, man. It's like, bruh. <laughs> I thought this episode was seeing Twilight freaking out with her um, illusions causing everything to go wrong for Starlight. <laughs> like, her plunging into lava. Yeah, like, why? That is, like, her imagination is, like, oh, my God. But you know what made me really happy, though? The reference to another Star Trek reference, Changelings. They literally took the idea from Star Trek, uh, especially the, the newest Star Trek. I'm like, oh, my God. Why are you doing this? Okay. <laughs> so there are Changelings in... Um... Star Trek? Yeah, with Star Trek, though, they can, they, like, are, like, a glob of, like, liquid, and they can, and they can form into anything that they're looking at, but with this show, they're, they're always in one form, like, they're in a, they're in, like, a weird bug form, and then they can, uh, it's very weird, and I don't really understand it, but it, it um, they're very similar, though, which I think is cool. Did they also feed on emotions, or do they eat something else? Uh, no, they, uh, they, well, I'm not sure, actually. Uh, let me look. So, this is a description of them. Uh, they're goo people. Walking, talking, clay dough. 
They can replicate a person on site alone. Voice, mannerisms, speech patterns, that's it. Most of the time you can tell. Ask him a question and they should know the answer to. Simple question, wrong answer, boom, changeling. So it's pretty much like like they replicate. It's complicated. Oh, so that sounds like what the changelings in My Little Pony do. If you, yeah. you notice some pony acting weird when the changelings were evil, boom, changeling. Yeah. And what did you think of Starlight? Um, I thought Starlight was cool. Um, there's just so much lore. It's 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 surprising how much lore there is in the show, really. Um, like because like especially with like like three characters switching from villain to to hero, it's like it's weird, man. Um. So you think it's kind of weird that she went from bad to good? I think it's cool, but I also think it's weird at the same time. Because, like, usually with villains, like, they either stay villains or they, um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a cool plot twist, though. Other That other shows haven't really done that. Um, especially, uh, uh, like, adult shows. I mean, adult shows do that all the time, but, like, with the ones that I watch, I don't see that. Yeah. I can't wait for you to see just how powerful Starlight really is, and we're going to get to see a glimpse of her power next episode. This is going to be the first appearance of her, and the first appearance of something called the Cutie Map. Which is that holographic map. The cutie that, map. Yeah, that was a map that Twilight was looking at during this episode. Oh, cool. Okay. And this next episode is going to be season five, episodes one and two. The cutie map, parts one and two. That's going to be a long one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Starlight's so evil in this in these ones, she's going to be enslaving an entire town. Oh my god, that's really bad. <laughs> Jeez. That is like really bad. And she has a deeper voice in those episodes. So her vocal evolution is also kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, it is interesting. Stay tuned for that one, because that's going to be a very explosive episode. And we'll see you all then. Bye. Bye.